1: Love is love, love love love, love. Happy Friday, the weekend is at hand, and it's gonna be in the 40s on Sunday. So enjoy that for as long as it lasts. It is the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts is in for Julia today, and we're gonna start off with a very fun email that oh we received. Boy. Oh. No, this is good. It, this is good. Okay, It's from Lynn, and that name might ring a bell, Lori. Oh, uh, Lemon, Curd, and Fig. That's right. Mm. Uh, this is from Lynn, and she says, Lori, it's uncanny. I phoned in yesterday that so you could smell my name, uh-huh. Lynn. And without a moment's hesitation, you said Lemon and, and Fig. And I was really thinking Lemon, Curd, too. Okay. Lynn says that is utterly true because it captures my essence somehow and are accurate descriptions of me at my core and I never heard of have come up with them myself. So you are truly blessed thank with you. a gift from heaven. Oh my gosh. I can you. only repay you by letting you both know what joy, warmth, sincerity, and hilarity you bring across the airwaves heart to heart with so many. I guess I'm chopped liver. Uh, <laughs> Look, here, Donnie, I think oh, she's no, including no, you. you're in there. Uh, okay. uh, and here's my favorite part. Uh, she ends it with, here's to Casey's abomin." But hopefully, pattable or scrap scrapable pot roast, oh. which I always found to be unfathomable and torturous as a kid. Yes, yeah, same. Pot roast felt pot roast felt like punishment for a crime I did not commit. Mm-hmm. I felt I, that way about Sue too. <laughs> oh I, no. Yes. Oh. I, Why? I think, Hot meat in in
3: watery sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you I'd might manage like that.
1: A, she says that. I think I'd manage a bite or two before completely losing my appetite. Yeah, I know it's.
3: So yeah. Hot uh, Super bowl crock pot hot pot roast gate, gate continue. Yes. It's it's really over. We've been laughing about it. I went to Lunch.
0: Didn't it feel warm? It felt amazing outside today. It did. I was just like, oh I'd never felt so happier to move, move my body. Move out of body. the house. I know it. I clean. I do a little work for trade at a yoga studio, yeah. and I sweep up the floors every Friday morning, and I was just bouncing around. I'm like, puddles of sweat, I know. streaks, whatever. I don't care. I am moving around. I felt the same way. I was like, oh, good. I have to
3: go to the grocery store. I really have to go to the grocery store. I got to go to Walgreens. I'm going to be able to go out and not be in 10,000 layers and this and that and go to a... I can only imagine how happy all of the parents are that their kids went back to school.
0: Even just for the one day. Yeah, even though it's a weekend
3: again, at least you get a respite and they're going to hopefully... Maybe they'll run around, wear themselves out a little
0: bit at school.
3: Well, Casey, I call him Grandpa Trampoline because he uh, watches his grandkids on Fridays. And he really is a trampoline i mean they just look at him they feel about him the way i do i just want to hurl myself at him bite him kiss him jump up and down he's just got this (laughs) face and this energy and so those kids just hurl themselves at him and he will play for like four hours oh that is fantastic they will be so tired tonight and they will burn off all this crazy aggressive energy because they're like three
0: and five. Oh, oh so they have it well, tenfold. Yep. Oh. We're grown adults, and we have that noshing yeah. at the bit energy. Yeah. I know, I know. It just, because I think
3: some people were out of school for four days. They, well, yes, Monday,
0: yeah. because of the alleged snowstorm, oh. so they made the call early. Remember Sunday night? We were supposed I, to get that big... I was in Beverly s- Hills. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. Sorry,
0: you were in Beverly Hills. Excuse me, Lori, yes, but yes. yes, we were forecasted to get a snowstorm okay. on Sunday night. So a lot a lot of schools preemptively canceled got it, got it. then on Tuesday Wednesday Thursday it was the
3: cold all right <sighs> mm-hmm. well it did feel good to just get out of the house and my mom uh, I always call her on the way to work and she's like what's the temperature and I said 14 and it feels... Damn good. Balmy. And it's only sense. gonna get
0: warmer. Mm-hmm. The kids at the U are gonna be wearing their shorts all weekend long. But you have to be careful because this big of a difference in temperature, burst pipes, oh I know, creaky buildings. Yes. Yeah. This weekend will be interesting to say the least. And people are acting crazy because I was driving uh early this morning and I already saw a couple accidents, and people were riding my bumper oh, because knew- they're just excited to get out. But it's still black ice icy. It's still icy. It's yeah, still- yeah. I see. Yeah, I know what like, I Like, Just what cool. It slow it down. Mellow it down, man.
3: By the way, yesterday we talked just real briefly about Steve Patterson was on live with Kelly and Ryan yesterday and he was talking about the Minnesota freezing cold. The video of his appearance is on the My Talk Facebook page. Uh, you got it. it's so yeah. funny. It is really funny. I I shared it to my mom because as she informed me yesterday. I don't watch Kelly anymore. I quit watching Kelly oh, when just really? left.
0: Oh, okay, so well, she hasn't watched ago. it in a decade. <laughs> I know. Jeez. But
3: I said, you'll really get a <laughs> kick out of Steven since you're such an
0: influence in the grandchildren circle. Maybe you'll share it on your page. Well, she should. And everyone should share the Facebook video on their page because we have a little thing going on. Oh, tell me. We want to get to 1 million views of our video of Steve Patterson when he was on live with Kelly and Ryan yesterday. It's on our Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash my talk one oh seven one. And what will happen when we get to a million views, we're about eight hundred fifty one thousand views right now, is that my talk one oh seven one's going to give a thousand dollars and Chan Dinner Theater is going to match that thousand dollars. So two thousand dollars in total We'll go to people serving people. Oh, nice! When we we'll get love to a million that. Views. I love that
3: organization. They do amazing stuff. To they help do amazing people out of stuff. So yeah. all we
0: have to do is get everyone to share this video and watch it. And Done. Steve is brilliant. He's a delight. He in really is. He truly is the only other person I've
3: seen that delighted to be in the cold was the the college age girl who went outside with her wet hair and got it to stand oh, yes. straight, <laughs> up. Yes, straight. up. And yeah. the dog who slid down a hill. Those yeah. have been my three <laughs> videos that have made me so happy in the cold weather. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Uh, Donnie, did you play that Maroon 5 song deliberately I, uh, right now?
1: I cannot take credit for this. It just uh, happened to it come It did? Yeah. Oh, that's
3: so perfect. Because it's the bot. It's yeah. the bot, yeah. And that that is a great song. That was a great song of last summer. And uh, we can only hope that since Maroon 5 is playing at the Super Bowl and Cardi B is performing the night before, that she pops on out with a couple of other guest stars and does
0: that song. She has to. She has to. If she doesn't do it if Cardi B doesn't walk out on stage and do that show that would be really disappointing cuz she's a highlight of the song we never usually get to her part when we hear it here Yeah, on my yeah talk. we don't.
3: Okay, so uh um you know the NFL canceled the pre-game Super Bowl with the halftime uh performers. Ah, uh, they've just they've never the press him. conference. The press, the press, press conference. conference, yes. Thank you, yes. The presser. Yeah. And uh, Adam Levine um, sat down with uh, Kevin, what's his name from Entertainment Tonight? Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart? No. no, 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 not Kevin Hart. Duh. I can't think of Kevin what his yeah. last Frazier, name is. Kevin think. Frazier. Thank yes. you. And they had got the exclusive. And after listening to it, I'll be curious to see if you guys had kind of the same reaction that I did. which is, which was. I felt like I felt a little bit better about it. Like I felt like maybe they're going to take a knee at the beginning or the middle or the end. You felt
0: more reassured. I felt more
3: reassured. I felt like uh, Christina Aguilera was on a show last night and she took a sip of her tea when asked, oh, will you be performing moves like Jagger with... Maroon 5 at the Super Bowl, and she just sipped her tea and said, Maybe, maybe Ooh. Outcast." Hey Ya, maybe yeah. Andre 3000 let's, is gonna let's, join let's, Big Boy. And so I'm like, trying anyway, let's play, let's see what you guys think. What, uh, you know, Adam Levine has to say, and of course, he's the only one that ever speaks on behalf of the band. Yeah,
2: with millions of people watching around the world, the Super Bowl halftime show is one of the biggest stages for a performer, but this year. The tune has changed. The halftime headliner Maroon 5 on defense before taking the stage Sunday. I'm not in the right profession if I can't handle a little bit of controversy. Um,
4: It's what it is. We expected it. We'd like to move on from it. And like I said earlier, speak through the music. music. (laughs)
2: Lead singer Adam Levine hinting to entertainment tonight. They may have a surprise up their sleeve.
4: What do you say to the folks who say that they just want to be heard and how will your performance be they will be that's all i want to say because i don't want to spoil anything
2: rihanna and cardi b both reportedly Turned down the gig to show support for quarterback Colin Kaepernick, who started the protests against police brutality and racial injustice by taking a knee during the national anthem in 2016. Okay,
1: that's first part. Okay, let's play the next part. Keep going.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Backlash against Maroon 5 for accepting a dream job has been intense. Former Pink Floyd bassist Roger Waters urging the band to kneel in solidarity with Kaepernick on Sunday. An online petition asking them to drop out getting more than 113,000 signatures. Earlier this week more criticism after the nfl announced maroon 5 would not participate in the traditional press conference that the artists usually take part in instead releasing behind the scenes videos and photos the band saying they would donate a half million dollars with the nfl to big brothers big sisters atlanta native gladys knight facing similar criticism after agreeing to sing the national anthem
3: everybody got their opinions you know about whatever it is you know but once we get into that love thing it all just comes together and just goes wherever, and we end up clapping and having a good time. Okay, is there one more, Donnie?
1: Yeah, just. He's not more having to it. You know? No, she doesn't. Yeah. He's no, not. she's not. She
3: doesn't want to be in it. Everyone. That's a classic. I could hear my mom saying that.
1: You know, <laughs> everybody's
3: got their opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, here ahead.
2: we go. Kaepernick has gone unsigned since the 2016 season and is currently suing the NFL for collusion. His attorney telling me this about the Super Bowl performers: they're crossing an intellectual picket line. They're saying to themselves, "I care more about my career than I do about what I, whether no. what I'm doing is right." Issues off the field now, crowding the stage come Sunday.
3: I, I don't, I, 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 object to him saying yeah, that's, that's an intellectual picket line because there, I totally get this the idea that the national anthem is is. Should be above and separate and away from that. I mean, I always get where Colin Kaepernick was coming from, and I do feel he's been blackballed from the NFL. Like, they're actively, I mean, I don't know if he's a good quarterback or not. I mean,
0: that... Well, the fact is, is he's not playing in the NFL today. Yeah, right.
3: right,
0: Yeah, and so I think, you know, I don't know what Maroon 5... What what it's a mystery on what they're going to do in their halftime performance. Yeah, and he, he did
3: tell Kevin Frazier that um he said they you know, when he said that they will be heard and he's and he also told him, you know, people who followed our career and you know This band has been together since these guys were like in ninth grade. I mean, you got to give them that.
0: Shockingly, they're like one of the only bands from the 2000s that we're talking about today. Yeah,
3: that's still together, still making music. They've reinvented themselves. And he said, you know, that what kind of a person I am and where I land on issues and blah, blah, blah. And he just said... uh, "Um." He said, I just want people to know we got them and we hear them. So I don't know what, you know, who knows what they're going to do. But I was like, "Eh, maybe here's where he, the only place he lost me. He said, This is the show that's going to have the biggest hip hop presence that's ever been on the show. And then I think, Well, what What? are you doing there? (laughs) Exactly.
0: That's what I was going to say. Well, excuse me. Well,
2: yes. Maroon (laughs)
0: Five. Why are you taking the stage then? Then, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So. Well, unless he's alluding to these surprise guests.
0: Well, I
3: mean, Travis Scott and Big Boy. And yeah, there could be other hip hop guests. Yeah. You know, Christina Aguilera moves like Jagger. and We'll
0: see. Yeah, we'll see, so we'll
3: see. We'll see. We'll see. But anyway, I did feel like it was kind of, you know, I didn't feel like as... I was like, okay, you know, maybe
0: they're going to be able to surprise everybody. That would be true. And I think that with Maroon 5. They're... What if Mick Jagger dropped out of the ceiling for moves <laughs> oh, like Jagger? With a mesh shirt <laughs> yeah, on. Right. With a mesh shirt? That would be amazing. That, all would, for that it. would be amazing. I think, I think the shocking thing that, uh, about Maroon 5, and I think there was a meme about this earlier this week where, okay, we all know Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Yeah. Can you name anybody else in the band? No, you can't. So Maroon. Maroon five, we know their music, we know their sound, but I don't think that people have a relationship with Maroon Five. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie essman in the way that they've had a relationship for example say the rolling stones yeah, in the past where, you know, where you're, the, you're, you know everybody you're invested in their personalities whereas maroon five has done a lot of shape shifting in their sound in their image to go with the which, times which is fair do. which is fair totally fair and that's what you have to do so i think when you know they're announced as the super bowl halftime performers you're like well okay so i think it will be interesting to see i don't know if anybody really necessarily understands what Rune Five, quote unquote, stands for yeah. I, right. You couldn't for really a say kind that of a genre of music, well, genre of music, yeah, or political stance or anything like that. You, yeah, we just don't really know.
3: Yeah, I guess I look at Adam Levine as being LBGTQ friendly for sure, and that he would be, you know, for equality and racial justice and yeah. all of that. So I just, I don't know. I felt better. They spent a lot of time. Kevin Frazier spent a lot of time with them, like seven whole minutes. They went into the vault. They've been interviewing these guys. Oh, the you know, Entertainment yeah.
0: Tonight Vault. In the right, Entertainment
3: right, yeah. Tonight Vault. And I was just like, okay. Well, they've and, been a thing since 2001. And 2000. as Julia reminds
0: me, we love that first album. Oh, that was a big one. Huge. What about was, Jane? Yes, what about Jane? Mm-hmm. Well, and then uh, don't forget Spongebob Squarepants. Was going to be making an appearance during the that's Super Bowl right. halftime show. You, The people have spoken and the people were heard. Yeah, the people so. were heard. And Gladys Knight I'm like...
3: I'm well, she'll be amazing. She home. was like, really, thank you Johnny. That's her hometown. Yeah. She was really like almost for clump talking with Kevin about how much it meant to her. She said that people are still interested in me. And I'm like you are legend, Gladys Knight don't you for one second yeah, question. I what do you mean? I think there would have, we would have been mad.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Looking so forward so she's to perfect. her performance, yeah. yeah.
3: All right. Anyway, we also posted a couple of sneak peeks, the Serena Bumble ad and also the Harrison Ford Alexa
1: ad.
0: That's the better ad.
1: This is going viral in a big way.
0: This is the My Talk Now Trending Report.
1: What's this? What's the latest? What's the latest? The latest
0: trending online this afternoon it's black history month february 1st today starting off black history month people uh, celebrating using that very hashtag black history month and also trending online this afternoon it's wear red day uh this is all in conjunction with the start of american heart month and uh the American Heart Association once. He had to go red in Feb. Alright, and also Stormy, as in Stormy Webster, well, she's turning one year old today. She is the daughter of Kylie Jenner and uh, Travis Scott. And also trending online this afternoon, everyone joining the cast of the reboot of Dune, from Timothy Chaumet uh, to Zendaya. Uh, they are all going to be in the upcoming reboot of that sci-fi classic. And then also remember uh, the story of the Woman, the singer Kelsey Carter, who got a tattoo of Harry Styles on her face, well, she reveals it was all fake just for publicity. I know. All right. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And join Bradley, Alexis, and Don for Big Climb Minneapolis, a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society on Saturday, February 16th. Sign up now with the discount code MyTalk to register for just $10.71. The option to climb 53, 105 floors or be a virtual climber. Details on our website, MyTalk1071.com. Keyword climb. And-
3: Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really should have talked to this guy, like on um, our author, Tim, on Monday. Yes. So, as we were all curled up in the polar vortex, but Tim Johnson is joining us. And, Tim, the last time we talked to you was for your amazing book, Descent. Yes, I Colorado, that yep, the kidnapping I, uh, I remember it that was I a s- that book, yeah, it was so, it was so, so good. and I think we talked to you in the summer, and now we're reading mm-hmm. your latest book, The Current, which is set in Minnesota, so oh, it's so good,
4: oh, thank you. I thank mean you, very much. you
3: know how to write. Tim. <laughs> Give people the setup of the current if you don't mind.
4: I don't mind at all. It, it is a, uh, a book that sort of follows two storylines, 10 years apart, two separate crimes that happened to two separate young women um, drownings in the same river uh, up in, uh, I guess, sort of southern Minnesota, mm-hmm. northern Iowa area. And uh, it turns out that there's a, uh, there's a connection between these two crimes and um, the, so the, one of the young women who survives the most recent event in the river uh, gets rather mixed up in solving that old crime, which her father tried to, uh, was the sheriff who was overseeing the case 10 years earlier. and He was never able to solve it. So, And he passes on and she's trying to sort of solve it herself now.
3: And from there, okay, so Tim, we just got the book on, did this book just come out like a couple weeks ago?
4: It came out. Time is a bit of a blur for you right okay. now, but it came out on Tuesday the 22nd. Okay, oh, so, so it, just last
3: week, yeah, last just, Tuesday. Just yeah. last week, So because we, we got the book on Tuesday, so we haven't finished, which usually oh. we do like to finish the book before we talk to an author, but in this case, I'm okay with it because we don't want to spoil it for anybody. And sometimes when you know the ending on a book like this, that's really a page turner, you're like uh, dancing around it. so we have no problem right, exactly. dancing around it but i do i have already grown very fond of our two sheriffs the retired one and the current retired guy right. i like right. how you i don't know i guess i like how you make us know them like who they are i know guys like that i know men like that mhm you know
4: these yeah these are the two fathers of the two uh principal Women, you know, mm-hmm. who are are involved in the two crimes, um, and um, they have a history, and they're they're very different men, and they're going about their, you know, their grieving and their and their processing in very sort of different ways.
3: Yeah, I mean, because it is, it's like a thriller, but yet you write really delicious, I guess, moody <laughs> sentences and paragraphs,
2: <laughs> to set
3: the, you know, to set the tone. And so it's, I find myself going back and rereading something that, you know, you've written and it might be even describing something that's kind of painful.
4: Yeah. Well, that's nice to hear. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, it's, it's always the most important thing to me is to provide believable interesting, complicated characters, mm-hmm. you know, over over a really sort of delicious, um, irresistible plot. I think that one, the more you invest in characters, the more the reader invests in the story and the more Uh, is at stake and the more suspense there is and the more tension so it all for me it all begins with characters
0: yeah sure and was it important for you to get that multi-generational storytelling layers because it kind of reminds me of like you know the the Fargo television series Mm -hmm. where you know Uh the sheriff is the father and then the daughter's involved in that but it was is there any something important to you about those kind of familial dynamics and telling of the stories
4: well, I think there is only in a kind of a gut instinctual way. I don't really set out to do it. Um, the story sort of came to me in terms of the two young women who set off on this road trip, this sort of fateful road trip, and that was what got me launched. And it was trying to figure out what happened to them that led me to, you know, the older generational characters who were waiting for them up north. So it's just I think it's I think of it kind of as an organic interest in me that I'm I'm sort of interested in particularly father daughter relationships mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't have daughters of my own but maybe that's
3: why yeah maybe maybe that is um it i want to ask you you know because we love descent i mean oh my gosh i think i read that book in three days i feel like i was on a montana vacation (laughs) so it was kind of a perfect you know book to be reading but is did you sell that to tv or movie or has it been option and sitting around because i don't know when did that book come out like two years ago
4: that came out Time Flies. That came out 2015.
3: Wow, okay. And
4: yeah, it was actually optioned pretty pretty quickly. That's
3: what I thought.
4: Yeah, it was optioned and a script has been written and there's been a lot of, you know, interest and they've shown it to a lot of actors and um they're still showing it and they're still they re they renewed the option just recently right so they're committed to it it's just this process is just you know it's just It's so yes. yes. cuz
3: i mean i can see that i just saw a, like a trailer for a mads mickelson film called arctic or Polars. polar polar mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that right. but i mean the visual for descent where it takes place in colorado i mean it would be i just can I could see how uh, appetizing it would be if you find the right person, you right. know, to be the girl, to be the kidnapper, you know, be the dad. If you get all of that in yeah. a great script, it would just be, it would be a huge movie. Yeah,
4: yeah I'm standing, at, I'm actually at my window in Denver looking out at the mountains right now. Yeah. And it's like, it's, what a what an environment for a, for, a, for a great sort of Western, you know, yes. suspense movie.
1: Yeah, yes.
3: do they make a lot of movies in Colorado, or are you guys like Minnesota and you lose everything to Canada?
4: I don't know. Oh. I'm not. I'm from Iowa, so right. I don't. Uh, I don't know what the story is out here, but it seems to me that there's got to be some movie making going on out here. And are you? Ins- you know, this is the whole Sundance, right? Sundance area and all of that. So that's a big sort of movie making.
3: Yeah. Industry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, Tim, are you, you inspired? by geography because this story the current is so icy Mm -hmm. and so particular Mm -hmm. to the i mean we're living in the polar vortex right now so (laughs) reading this book it really hits Uh, home but are you the double whammy uh, oh my gosh exactly but you know in your storytelling (laughs) process are you are you invested in in location and and that also inspiring the stories that unfold
4: yeah, and and again, it's it's like with the um, the the dynamics between older and younger characters. It's really not something I set out to do, um, but I wanted to. I wanted. I guess I wanted to do a story that was in a cold climate, um, even though I'd already done that descent. I really kind of wanted. My idea was that the characters would would sort of resemble the environment. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're kind of frozen. They're kind of frozen in time. It's. Um, it's, it's just a sort of pervasive coldness, and um, there's what's flowing underneath the layers of ice, you know. So, in coming from Iowa, it was not a great stretch for me to imagine a small town in Minnesota. Yeah, I didn't really have a particular one in mind. Um, I sort of have a vague sort of geography in mind. You know, Rochester is a little bit north, and I know it's not far from the 52 and this and that. Um, but I, in my mind, it's a made-up river and a made-up, made-up place. Um, But it was very vivid to me, nonetheless.
3: Yeah. Were you, did you like, um, uh, were you like, uh, did you like crime stuff when you were a kid or when you were younger? Did you, were you fascinated with any true life crime or true detective or anything like
4: that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a strong, no, I don't have, sorry, I don't have a strong memory of pursuing that stuff as a young kid, Mm -hmm. but I do remember, I, I think I've had kind of a, you know, a fascination with. Um oh, I do remember, you know, like the Manson murders when that yes. happened. I remember just being completely fascinated and and horrified by all of that. Yeah. And, you know, and reading <laughs> Helter Skelter and watching the series on TV and mm-hmm. and um boy, just the other night I watched um on Netflix, I watched the Ted Bundy tapes. Was the,
3: did you like that?
4: Oh, it was so grueling. I mean, it was it was fascinating.
3: Fascinating but hard to the watch.
4: Car- yeah, hard yeah. to watch. And disturbing, but what an incredible story! Yeah, um, I mean, just aside from the what what underlies it, that horrible, you know, the horrible facts. It. Right. It's in, yeah. It's just a very compelling, strange, strange, strange story. So there's something in me that is, like a lot of us, drawn to that side of of um, of humanity. Mm-hmm.
3: No it's yeah. so it's so true. I mean I, I I I we we love this book. I'm I'm so glad I've got the whole weekend to just uh, you know be like I'm planning uh Tim I got I'm going to go get my toes done tomorrow just so I can nice. sit in a chair <laughs> for an hour be undisturbed and be undisturbed That's and nice. I can just sink into yes. this book uninterrupted. It's really perfect. really good Will you be coming? that, that t- would
1: have made a great blurb for the back. Yeah, yeah.
0: right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> really.
3: I know. Are you coming to Minnesota at all? Are you coming to the Twin Cities? You know,
4: Minnesota was my second stop. I was at Maggers and Quinn.
1: Oh, you were already? uh,
4: Yeah, in Minneapolis. Yes. Yeah. I was there. uh, And it was right in the middle of, you know, it was just after the book came out and it was cold as heck. And we didn't get a whole lot of people, but um, that's to be expected in the the dead of winter. Yeah, I know. I I might come back, you know, I might swing back. around for the, you know, we'll usually go around again when the paperback comes out. Okay. So.
3: Well, we'd love to yeah, We'd love to there. have you in studio and just see your handsome face in person. We're, consider uh, us fans. Yes.
4: I appreciate that. I, I wish you the best of luck with your toes.
3: Okay, thank <laughs> and, you so much. And
4: your reading. And stay, keep those toes warm.
3: All right, Tim, what's the last great book you read?
4: Uh, you know what I'm, I'm reading right now is, David Sedaris's Calypso. Okay. It's oh, fantastic. The newest book, and I really loved it. I really, I mean, it's a, I think he's hit a whole new level of kind of seriousness and humanity, even though it's very funny. All right, it's, good. There's something very compelling about it.
3: All right, okay. Tim, thank you so much. Yes, so the thanks, book, Tim. The book is called uh, The Current. We highly recommend it, 651-641-1071. We've got a couple copies to give away, and when we come back, um, uh, we've got some Oscar news.
0: Really would appreciate it to help us give two thousand dollars to people serving people. Thanks to Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters for this generous offer.
3: So let's do it. Thank you so much, Holly. Yes. Okay, so um,
0: good news, bad news for Johnny Depp. Oh
3: no! Okay. Isn't it always? Well, I mean, it's, isn't it, always? is it all? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do <laughs> we start with the good or the bad? Let,
0: uh, let's start with the bad. Okay, let's get the bad news out of the way. Johnny Depp
3: uh, will no longer star in a planned remake of The Invisible Man.
0: Oh, oh. teardrop falling mm. from my face. Yep. Is that
1: whole thing falling apart, that At, whole universal mm-hmm.
0: thing? That said that there were plans to revive that. The whole thing was called the dark universe. universe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they yeah. have one suite. It was from two or three years ago when they tried to launch it when The Mummy came out with Tom Cruise, First, but that movie that was, was such, such a, a stinker mm-hmm. that they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. So, Well, they still so probably don't know what to do with it. They still don't know. No. And then
3: Johnny Depp is um, we've seen a sneak peek of him playing war photographer W. Gene Smith in Minamata, which is.
1: Uh, um, I he's, still don't understand this movie.
3: I know. The redemptive thriller <laughs> sees uh, Smith take on a powerful corporation responsible for poisoning the people of Minamata, Japan in 1971. With the glory days of World War II far behind this guy. Okay. Okay, he's now become a recluse, disconnected from society in his career. How old is this guy supposed to be? Well, he's probably supposed to be in his 50s. 50s. Okay, yeah, but so an Johnny old Deppage. friend and a commission from Life Magazine editor played by Bill Nye. Oh, I love him. Love him. Mm-hmm. Convinces him to go back to Japan to expose the bigger story, the devastation of an, an annihilation of a
1: coastal community. Okay. Well,
0: what part of this movie don't you understand, no, I No, I,
1: I do now. Oh, okay. just now that somebody oh. read it
0: out loud for him we're going to read you a story so, Daddy. Oh.
3: anyway I like this story idea this yes. movie idea better than the invisible man oh my gosh hands down Will who this... wants to star in a movie that you're not even going to be seen in
1: uh, but, well uh, yeah it's true it's <laughs> okay. that's really
3: the that's, that's that's
1: truest true, thing ever yeah so I mean so... it could be anybody
3: oh either. yeah I'd love to be cast <laughs> as the invisible hot girl <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, <laughs> oh, that okay. could work out
3: really well or really bad for now, you. No, good news no. for Channum. Oh. Channum the Merman. My dreams are coming true. Oh, dear. The oh, wait wow. for the gender-flipped remake of Splash is getting shorter, according to co-star Jillian Bell. Says the script is coming along swimmingly. Sorry. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> Uh, the project carries the, you know, imprint of the original from Ron Howard and Glazer. So, naturally Channing will be the merman and I am here for
0: it so hard. <laughs> oh. Finally, a, a merman <laughs> wow. movie. Wow. The, the movie the movie that we have been waiting decades for yes! is a merman movie yes! with Channing Tatum. I mean, hey, he won't be wearing his shirt, so that's fine. I mean, that's, he never yeah. really has a problem doing no, that. it's I love this idea. I want it to be good. Oh, I, you watch Sirens over on the CW, and it's come back—the yes, Mermaid back. TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's back. It's back, and it's so good. I mean, oh, no, you, you cannot believe what Flippers the mermaids Larry. are up
3: against. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good news, bad news. I cannot. Oh, who, so. Who's won in the Academy, Mike? Nobody. Things we'd like to announce today. I Am J-Hud will perform the nominated song, I'll Fight on the Oscars. So Jennifer Hudson is going to be performing
0: at the Oscars. According
3: to Variety, they've now asked, did you guys read Lin-Manuel Miranda's sad tweet last week when um, it was only going to be... All the stars and shallow, only two of the five Oscar songs would be sung. Right. Like the one thing everybody wants to see. Of course. Not all these boring montages of Jack Nicholson or the
0: twenty Jack Nicholson's best performance, yeah. courtside at the Lakers, yeah, uh, eating nachos toast. and a french oh, fries. Oh, let's take a flashback to the 30s at the uh, Ambassador Hotel. No, see, those are amazing and I love those, but I'm a geek and I know that I am in the minority yeah, about are... wanting
3: to watch those things. But I mean, the thing that people really do have always loved are the songs. Yes. yes. So now after the outcry yes. from Lynn manuel Miranda and Judd Apatow and lots of other people were just like, yeah, what's up? The one play. Now they've invited all five best song nominees, As nominated songs, yes. but they can only have 90 seconds. Oh, 90 well, that's seconds. Dumb. Stop is, it. No, I'm not even well, kidding. I don't, well,
0: then what's the point? Like it, That is ridiculous. a dumb That is a dumb
3: compromise. Isn't it? And then the Academy. Spoiler alert. The place where things go for Mary Poppins will be formed on the Oscars. Bonus spoiler alert. It will be performed by a super surprise special guest known as MLA Blunt. Let no, me fill in. She sinks it in the movie. Movie. I know. Yeah. But can you believe they wrote bonus spoiler oh alert? Gosh. Who is running that Twitter handle? Oh. 90, second. 90 seconds. 90 seconds.
0: Well, then let's just go back to having two of the whole songs. Or how about we don't have any of the songs at all?
3: Or how about have all of the songs in their entirety and cut some of the montages
0: of the boring crap that nobody wants to see? Well, it's been one of those things where they perform the songs and it's not five songs in a row. There'll be a song here and it It breaks breaks up the broadcast. (laughs) Okay, so Variety is reporting that a feeler went out to the
3: members of Queen to open the show with um, one of the songs from Bohemian Rhapsody, but that's not happening. So some a blogger that we both know and like has the idea that Avengers can perform Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Is this the real life? Is this the fantasy kind of lands like No Escape from Reality? Oh yeah, and then Thor can come out singing. Thunderbolts of lightning. I, very, very...
1: I, Please, that I would be like the that most... Idea. That del- would be good, actually. Wouldn't that be well, good? It yes. would be
0: the most deliciously trashy cou- thing well, that we have seen. The Academy should feel that
3: idea. They, Go yeah. right ahead. They're and too let, sophisticated well, for now, that.
1: Here's the problem with Queen... Because They're not going to do it. I know, it. but if they did, it would be awkward because Rami Malik would have to slip-sync because he well, doesn't sing in they, the movie. Wouldn't that be no, odd? No, they'd I have Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert do oh, they'd have Adam yeah. Lambert. Yeah, Donnie, you're okay. so literal <laughs> sometimes. My well, God. that's one of my best qualities. <laughs> 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 or not.
0: It's a quality, that's yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, right, it is a quality. And by
3: the way, think about it. The voting, actual voting for the Oscars doesn't even begin until February 12th. That's a really short window of time. It is. So the voting period starts two days after the BAFTAs and the Grammy. It lasts a week. It ends the Tuesdays before the Oscar, which means there's a lot of time left to campaign. And some people have pulled back, kept a lower profile so they don't look thirsty. Some people we never see paparazzi'd. Gee, like Christian Bale just happened to be photographed on a bike ride in Santa Monica with his wife. That's Lucky convenient. for that photographer, he just happened to be right there. Oh, happy birthday, and Christian. And guess what Bale. was going around yesterday? Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga screen test. And my gosh, oh, no. I looked at it. Bradley Cooper is so hot. Why isn't he working that look? Why isn't he Jackson-maining his place all over the place? instead of the good humor ice cream Cream, man like he was at the Golden Globes? Listen, in Hollywood, right... Hollywood spends so much time seeming to not want what they really want, which is
0: everyone's Oscar who can act like they don't care the least. No, I want them to be thirsty. Yeah. You want that Oscar. Don't have any shame in your yeah. game. Just embrace it. I'm looking at you, Lady Gaga, yeah. who pretended to be asleep when the Oscars were nominated. No, you were not. Thank and you. And
3: can Hollywood resist a movie about itself and Hollywood's biggest night? That of course. is the question <laughs> to of course